Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. And the chaos has led to some people mistakenly thinking abortion's banned or something. That's it's not a striking thing, I think. Um, the Supreme Court did not ban abortion nationwide. They just said there's not a right to abortion right. in the Constitution. Therefore, it goes back to the democratic process, and states can set their own policies. If Congress wants to do something, Congress can, but it's not in the Constitution. So now you've seen this patchwork of laws, and you're seeing legal challenges under state constitutions, but you're going to see different laws in different states. If you're in New York or California or Boston or Illinois or any of those Democratic states, this ruling will not affect your life at all. So I appreciated hearing that from Jan Crawford on Face the Nation. And we may get a chance to work our way back to the abortion thing because I read an absolutely terrific essay about that and what it meant and what it didn't mean. Um, And I was struck over the weekend just running into people. It came up occasionally including one child who asked me, because she got wind that I'm kind of involved in news and government, that sort of thing, how could the Supreme Court take away women's rights like that? Right. I said, well, it's really uh, really complicated, and and frankly, I'm not in the mood, child, (laughs) (laughs) to try to teach a, uh, you know, in effect, a third-grade level course on uh, constitutional politics and the Supreme Court. Yeah, that was was an interesting thing there from Jan Crawford on Face the Nation. Uh, That could have been a a Republican congressperson making that explanation. And who is she again? There are too many people who said that more than once. The... the, the, (laughs) 
is she? There I are, can't memorize there, all of there them. There are too many people. She's the legal analyst that they use on CBS News. Ah, okay. Yeah. All right, yeah. Uh, so anyway, we'll, we'll wind <laughs> there our way back to There are too many people. I agree. There are too many people with names. All right? I'll be more specific. <laughs> How can you remember all of them? <laughs> I'm sure she's a fine lady, but there are too many. Anyway, uh, so I thought the editorial board for the National Review wrote a hell of a great piece entitled America the Awesome. And I just wanted to share it with you. And if you are of the more cynical view of America, I would I would ask you especially to stay tuned. And I'm going to read a chunk of it to you. Um, and they start with, for all the pomp and circumstance of its presentation, there's something admirably humble about America's national anthem. And they mentioned the uh, British anthem cartoonish with God saving this and that and France's utopian day of glory, impure blood nonsense. But America's America has about it a quality of the unknown. From the outset, it poses questions. Oh, say, can you see it inquires? Oh, say, does that star spangled banner yet wave or the land of the free and the home of the brave? Eventually, when the rocket's red glare gives proof through the night that our flag was still there, the answer is yes. And yet implicit in the inquiry is the notion that if things had gone a little differently, the flag and all that it represents may well have ended up in tatters. And well, they might. Today we celebrate July 4th and the knowledge that the nation at birth has been a smashing success. When they began their journey toward independence, though, the founders enjoyed no such guarantees. Benjamin Franklin's quip that his comrades must, quote, all hang together, or most assuredly we shall all hang separately, was meant literally. As Lincoln would later observe, Thomas Jefferson doc- Thomas Jefferson's document did indeed contain, quote, an abstract truth applicable to all men and all times, and a rebuke and a stumbling block to the very harbingers of reappearing tyranny and oppression. But it was also treason, and the penalty for treason was death, what the Founding Fathers did. Then, as so often afterwards, does that star-spangled banner yet wave was an open question, for it was not guaranteed that the new nation would survive its push for independence, or that it would survive its first properly contested election, or that it would survive the War of 1812. The Civil War could well have ended the United States, as could have the Great Depression, World War II, and the global rise of communism. Eschewing principle, the colonists could have succumbed to the Declaratory Act. Uh, we won't bother. Uh, rejecting Cincinnatus's example, George Washington could have chosen to stay in office. Abraham Lincoln could have forsaken Fort Sumter. We are here because they all took a different course. And here's where it really brings it home. They, we, still are here. 246 years later, the Declaration of Independence is still celebrated. 233 years on, the Constitution is still in force. More uh, flags than there once were, but it still waves across the land. Under the flag, the United States has grown into the freest, most innovative, most prosperous nation that the world has ever seen. Um, goes into a little detail on that. As ever, we have our problems, as we as must any place that is governed by men. But thanks to our foundational laws and traditions, which we have fallen heir, we possess the means, the ingenuity, and the fortitude to solve them. If asked before birth where on the globe he hoped to end up, only a fool would look outside of America. Right. And it's been that way for a long time. Indeed. Alas, the last few years have brought with them uh, a load of self-flagellation that the more grounded among the citizenry would do well to resist. It's not incumbent upon a free people to ignore the ugly parts of their history, to pretend that what is destructive is virtuous, or to indulge in unthinking Panglossian optimism about the country in which they live. 
But there is criticism, and then there is nihilism. And the most prominent of America's revisionists have often veered dangerously close toward the latter. And they mention uh, Calvin Coolidge uh, in 1926, who cast America's founding ideals, those who cast America's founding ideals as a brittle rule, ruse, rather, were typically sincere, but that did not mean they were well-informed. In fact, Coolidge concluded, when properly examined, very little of just criticism can attach to the theories and principles of our institutions. And Coolidge was correct. The United States is unique among the world's nations in that its architects established a set of timeless values by which the country's character might be judged and its deficiencies might be remedied. Over time, those values have served as the basis of every great renewal. Here's the point, in case you're, you're spacing off or thinking, God, when, when does this end? And I'll, I'll give <laughs> I wasn't you the point. thinking that. I actually think that's really interesting. I'll give you the point and then let the National Review editors uh, flesh it out. Over and over and over in our country's history, those who felt they were wronged pointed to the founding principles and looked at America and said, live up to these. And America said, you're right. Sometimes it took a long time. Sometimes it was bloody. Sometimes it was difficult. Sometimes it took Supreme Court decisions, whatever. But virtually every time... Somebody appealed to the founding principles that the angry, woke radicals want to tear apart. Every time somebody appealed to those principles, the U.S. said, you're right, we should live up to our promises. So, to the conclusion. Unique among the world's nations in that its architects set up a timeless set of timeless values by which the country's character might be judged and its deficiencies might be remedied. Over time, those values have served as the basis of every great renewal. They underpinned Frederick Douglass's hope that he, too, would one day enjoy, quote, the rich inheritance of justice, liberty, prosperity, and independence bequeathed by your fathers. They informed Abraham Lincoln's reflection that he had, quote, never had a feeling politically that did not spring from the sentiments embodied by the Declaration of independence they inspired susan b anthony to remark that the women suffered quote the degradation of disenfranchisement her faith remained quote firm and unwavering in the broad principles of human rights proclaimed in 1776 they underwrote martin luther king jr's famous promissory note to which every american was to fall heir and they are evoked today in similar struggles Today, we echo John Adams' profound enthusiasm for the great anniversary of America's extraordinary founding, and we hope that, as it is once again solemnized with pomp and parade, as Adams said, the guns, bells, bonfires, and illuminations will give off new proof through this night and through many more nights to come that whatever the tribulations of the moment may be, our flag is still there. And the principles that guide us back every time. I don't know how you deal with this um, when uh, the culture starts to focus more on the the flaws than the successes. I don't I don't know how you break out of that. Or well, and they're such radicals they lie about both the flaws and the successes. Although the flaws are plenty, and I'm happy to discuss to uh, discuss them. But yeah, when when criticism turns into nihilism or hatred or contempt that's when you're dead. I remember a long time ago, I, I brought an article, I think it was, to the, the show. The one thing a relationship cannot survive is contempt. Um, if you have no respect for your partner, it's over. 
Um, you can you can have serious problems with the U.S. and its history and even the way it's running now. But the point of this article, again, not to, to, to beat it to death, is that if you revere the principles, you will get your result. But if you have contempt for the principles and the founding and the Declaration of Independence, um, you're done. Uh, I came across the phrase, the last great hope for mankind, uh, which I've always liked about the United States, because it was true at the founding and it's still true today that if the people are going to continue to have the opportunity to live free, it's because of the United States, at least for now, because there's nobody else that's going to stand up for it. See Europe and Ukraine, for instance, getting to this. I, I, I came across that phrase, the last great hope of mankind, and then saw this, and I thought, man, this fits together perfectly. Largest donors of military aid to Ukraine. And you look at a graph, and there's one that the, gra- the bar graph is this long, as long as my arms reach, and then it gets down to tiny little ones for every other country on planet Earth trying to, to, to help Ukraine fight off the oppressor. The United States has donated $25.5 billion. The U.K. is in second place with a tenth of that. That's how far it drops off. And then it's practically nobody, all the way down to France, which is the most powerful military in Europe, who's donated $160 uh, million to the project so far in military aid. It's just incredible. Without the United States there, there's almost nothing happening. The whole world counts on the United States to show up when there's a hurricane or you get a a giant country invade you or keeping China from taking over the world or whatever. Yeah, it's it's possible in the absence of the United States, something else would have arisen. It's also more possible that the allied forces of Russia and China would have run roughshod already all over Europe and Australia and, and Korea and everywhere else. Right. That's something. Anyway, got more on that sort of topic uh, on the way on this day after 4th of July. Some great stuff on how close we are to, to losing it all um, that I want to get into. Also, coming up next, uh, they did the survey they do every single year, the American Customer Satisfaction Index. What's the most popular restaurant in America? Uh, kind of interesting. I don't like the way the media is handling the shooting in Chicago today as I look up at the televisions. Probably ought to touch on that. And I shouldn't say the shooting was in Chicago, because it wasn't. North of Chicago. Um, Stay tuned. All on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Needs. Sorry. You said I'm bad worth $5. $5. You're going to be a rich Muppet at the end of this day. <laughs> That's Julia Louise Dreyfus on the Sesame Street program dropping an S-bomb in front of Elmo. It was making the rounds yesterday on social media. The, unbleep, the unbleeped version is kind of funny because her saying dropping an S-bomb in front of Elmo I found funny, but... Can we hear the clip again? I kind of missed the context. So that's it. Shh. Uh, the grump needs. 
She just messed up her line and said S. Oh, oh and then Elmo said, "You said a bad word. That'll be five dollars." Which is kind of funny from the Elmo person. Swear jar, but uh, yeah, I don't approve of that sort of thing. Um, coming up, I mentioned this earlier. The uh, silent majority of Americans, it's about two-thirds of us, who are fed up with polarization, what that means, what we can do. It's pretty interesting, I think, on this day after the 4th of July, looking at America and its future. So stay tuned for that. I really think it's, it's, it's well done. It's a piece by David French in the Atlantic or someplace anyway, but um, stay tuned for that. Chick-fil-A has maintained its position as America's favorite restaurant for eight years in a row, according to the American Customer Satisfaction Index. Yay uh, for Chick-fil-A. The line is too long. I'd like to eat there way more, but every time I swing by, I think, oh, my God, look at that line. I do love Chick-fil-A. They will not allow them in my town because they're Christian-based, so I don't get to eat there as, there as much as I would if they were in my town. Perhaps you should move from Sodom. <laughs> Um, and, uh, also the survey found that consumers prefer full service restaurants over fast food. Well, I prefer the food. You know why we eat fast food? Cause it's fast. That's the whole thing. Like, just gonna, like, I don't know. I got a few, just a few minutes and I want to get something to eat. I would always prefer the food at a real restaurant. Ah, what? the tinkle what of silverware, of, the candlelight, the napkin kind of a, tucked in one's shirt. What kind of a question is that? The waiter in his black pants and white shirt, of course. It's a completely different situation. May I see the wine list, please? This is a McDonald's, idiot. Keep moving. May I see the wine list? Turns out people would prefer to have sex with a uh, a hot person they're in love with over, you know, a quickie with a prostitute. Yes, they would. It's a, what you know, but I don't get it. Anyway, uh, Chick-fil-A maintained its score of 83, the highest score in the restaurant survey following Chick-fil-A in the fast food category. Is Jimmy John's, which I've never eaten, Domino's, eh. KFC, which I love but makes me feel like I want to die, Chipotle, Panera, Pizza Hut, and Starbucks in that order. Yeah, they used to differentiate between like a Chick-fil-A and a fast casual like Chipotle. Uh, The chain with the biggest decrease was Dunkin' Donuts, down 4%. I don't know who knows why. Um, But there you go. Okay. I, 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 I agree. The differentiating on your fast food is difficult to do. Yeah. I mean, what Domino's, really? Yeah. A delivery pizza joint and a drive through hamburger place? Completely different. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. So, uh, Gavi Newsom, the lunkhead governor of California, is so clearly running for president. He's uh, He bought uh, six figures worth of ads on cable TV in Florida to run during Fox News. Okay. Plus, he's been... Uh, posting quote-unquote truths on donald trump's new social media platform a truth is the same as a tweet okay on this one anyway he's been ripping the supreme court justices for their decision on abortions guns and the environment chiding rival governors etc more details on this story and the uh, fairly amusing ron DeSantis administration response well why wouldn't gavin newsom be running for president because it is going to be wide freaking over open because the president and the vice president aren't going to be on the ticket oh that's where you're wrong joe biden is planning to run for re-election and his ticket mate will be kabbalah about a hat of care (laughs) 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. The Armstrong and Getty Show. That can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him in a uh, foot. Excuse me. <laughs> How do you spell that word? I play that again. He's saying America's a nation that what? That can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him in a uh, foot. Excuse me. Wow, wow. So that uh, ancient man uh, is allegedly running for re-election and like a man crawling across the desert. Though he's not dead yet, the vultures are circling. And one of those vultures bears the face of Gavin Newsom of California. What the hell is going on? His effort to build a national profile is now way out in the open. More on that to come. Um. Uh, yeah. Can somebody figure out what Joe Biden? What word he actually says? I'm kind of interested in what word describes the nation that he couldn't spit out of his uh ancient through his ancient teeth. Um, Probably bad. I had a calf care. So I'm going to read a little bit from David French. He writes a whole bunch of different places. Works for the Dispatch. Uh, he wrote a book last year. I don't remember the title of it, but it was about our coming civil war, and he was trying to be um. Uh, provocative. He doesn't actually believe we're headed toward a civil war, 
but uh, you know how polarized we are, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and then I'll jump into that. And, and uh, but he wrote that bef- before a lot of the stuff that has happened over the last couple of years, where things have gotten increasingly worse. And he thinks he was a little early in his book, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm going to read from this. I think you'll find a lot of you. I think you will find yourself in the two thirds that he's talking about here. The two thirds of America, the majority, the tired majority. He writes, nor did I necessarily foresee the atmosphere of gloom that pervades this land. A recent Gallup survey puts American patriotism at a new low. Only 38% are extremely proud to be an American. We talked about this last week. Democrats, 26%. Independents, 34%. Republicans are still at 58%. Extremely proud to be an American. But if Republicans are most proud of their American identity, they're least optimistic about the future. Last month, More in Common released a study showing that 50% of Republicans believe America's best days are definitely or probably behind us. What do you think on that, on the question of are are our best days ahead of us or behind us? I decline to answer. (laughs) What the hell kind of an answer is that? (laughs) I just, I think it's a ridiculous question. I decline to answer (laughs) Why is, it, days, why is it ridiculous? The, the, because uh, today and the days to come are and that the day only days is every I, day. <laughs> exactly. To do it what is we time have for doing. us yes. to yes. do what we have been doing, and that time right. is every day. Exactly. That's what I mean. <laughs> what I'm saying is the only days I'm concerned with are today and the days to come. Uh, I can't even accurately remember everything that was going on 27 years ago, much less rate it versus today or 10 years from now. It's a ridiculous question. How about we do our best to manage today and the days to come? It is kind of an interesting thought. If I apply it to my own life, even though my best days are probably behind me, is there any point in... (laughs) focusing well, on that whatsoever <laughs> well and even if you if you're willing to entertain the question do you mean physically sexually financially in terms of understanding life being comfortable in your own skin i could probably come up with half a dozen other reasonable measures for are my best days ahead of me or behind me or whatever all right well um, anyway i'll get back to this if republicans are most proud of their identity they're the least optimistic about the future last month a study showed that 50 percent of republicans believe america's best days are definitely or probably behind us I would, if I had to choose one of the two, I would answer that. Democrats and independents were at 32 and 33%. These findings are consistent with my personal experience, writes David French. Democrats often seem to dwell on the worst elements of the American past, hence their lack of pride, but seem to have a greater degree of hope for positive social change. So Democrats think, uh, focus on our flaws of the past, but think our best days are ahead of us. Republicans remember America's best days as being in the past, but think we're in a persistent state of decline. It is mm. interesting. I think that I think that's true. Don't you agree with the premise here? Yeah, and it's straight out of Thomas Sowell's A Conflict of Visions. Once again, the uh, the the one sort of person believes that uh, mankind is reformable, and you just have to pass enough rules and educate them enough, and we'll build a utopia. The other side says human nature is unchanging. We just have to make sure everybody's treated fairly. At the risk of overgeneralizing, a Democrat might say, "What's bad is getting better." A Republican would respond that's what's good is getting worse. Both of those things, I suppose, could be true, though. Uh, but I encounter a third faction now, says David French. The exhausted majority, first identified in the Hidden Tribes survey that came out 
back in 2018. Under this analysis, America isn't just red and blue. It's red and blue and just plain tired. Who are these tired Americans? The polling answer from the survey is the two-thirds of our neighbors and citizens from across all political spectrums who are fed up with polarization, forgotten in public discourse, flexible in their views, and still believe we can find common ground. The exhausted American does not make a religion out of politics and is thus at disadvantage when confronting the ferocity and zeal of the true political believer. Yes. That's certainly me. Which which gets back to what I was talking about earlier, um, how we police our own sides to make sure they're ideologically pure and the rest of it. It's the angry 3% that do that policing. And you are at a disadvantage when confronting the ferocity and zeal of the true political believer. Because it's just like, ah, I just, I, ah, you know. I'm not going to whip myself up to the same state of anger and emotion it's going to take to counter you. Are you in this two-thirds? The exhausted American is hungry for simple decency and will seek out friendships on the left and the right so long as respect trumps differences. Even the most extreme disagreements are manageable so long as a friend is willing to listen and learn and you're willing to listen and learn in return. The exhausted majority is also the hope for America. But what happens when the exhausted majority just gets a little bit energetic? It can check the excesses of left and right. In San Francisco, an exhausted progressive majority recalled radical school board members and a radical district attorney. In the Southern Baptist Convention, an exhausted conservative majority has now twice turned back to politically radicalized and vocal fundamentalist wing that would transform the Southern uh, Baptist Convention into a maggot denomination. David French goes on to write, There was a time when I lived my wife, my life on these polarized wings. I would say the same about myself. I spent more time worried about the left than I spent thinking about what part my partisanship played in fraying the American social fabric. I saw the triumph of my political foes as a greater threat to the nation than the partisan conflict itself. I now hold a different do- view, one that's closer to the view of America's wisest founders, At their most prescient moments, George Washington, in his farewell address, warned his countrymen against the dangers of factionalism and regionalism. James Madison in Federalist 10 warned against the violence of faction. Abraham Lincoln, the indispensable architect of America's second founding, once said, At what point, then, is the approach of danger to be expected? I answer, if it ever reach us, it must spring up amongst us. It cannot come from abroad. If destruction be our lot, we must ourselves be its author and finisher. As a nation of free men, we must live through all time or die by suicide. I agree with David French's premise that I once saw the triumph of the my political foes, opponents, the other side, as the greatest threat to the nation. I now think the partisan conflict itself is the greatest threat to our country. Hmm. A lot of truth to that. I, I think... If one side polices itself and the other doesn't, though, which side wins? I don't know. I don't know. Will that zealous few percent win the day? God, I had this discussion just yesterday with somebody. Yeah, but they do this, so we've got to play by those rules. Man, if both sides are saying, but this is a dirty fight, and we have to play by the, the new rules that they, that they started, I think we're doomed. It's just a spiral, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Does the high how- road work? Is the high road worth pursuing? Maybe that's the question. Or at least a higher road. I mean, we're on a low, low road. Subterranean. 
Quick word from our friends at Simply Safe Home Security, then back into the fray. Uh, homes should feel safe when you're going to bed at night, when you wake up in the middle of the night. That's why we recommend Simply Safe Home Security. Protects you and your family from intruders and burglary, also against expensive home hazards like fire or even flooding. 24-7 home protection, all kinds of different ways of an emergency, even if you're not home. And you can do it for about a dollar a day, and you're not signing a long-term contract. Why do you suppose those other security agencies want you to sign a one-year or two-year deal? Because they think you might not like it. And I know a lot of people that sign the two-year deals and don't like it. Simply Safe doesn't need to do that. They know you're going to like it. Yep, 24-7 professional monitoring. Simply Safe's agents take action the moment a threat is detected, and they do it better than anybody else. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. You use our code, you can claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off with interactive monitoring. Go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. You know, following up on your point, the New York Times has this piece with a bunch of audio embedded in it about how... uh, Right-wing talk radio is constantly talking about how Democrats cheat at the box office and, you know, stop the steal and blah, blah, blah. And they they touch their cap briefly, very briefly, to Stacey Abrams claiming the election was stolen by Brian Kemp in Georgia because he suppressed the vote, blah, blah, blah. And they don't go into the years and years that Hillary Clinton and other people have claimed that the Republicans stole the elections and George Bush stole it from Al Gore and the rest of it. I mean, this has been going on for, on both sides for a very long time. And, you know, as a side argument, I would say for the umpteenth time, you've got to ensure ballot security. Otherwise, people's doubts, whether they're legit or not, will not go away. Uh, but anyway, the New York Times had a great opportunity to call everybody out, but instead they decided to make it a lefty editorial decrying the evils of talk radio. So takes two to tango, doesn't it? Uh, it does. It does. Um, how do you get out of the spiral if you're not willing to be the first to, to stand up and say, let's, let's try to do, you know, look out for the country as a whole? course you might just get smashed in the face doesn't do any good i don't know i don't have an answer i i am certain though that my premise that is that the partisanship is a bigger threat than anything yeah and what's interesting is that the so-called exhausted majority is a majority it's a huge oh, group of absolutely it might be more than two-thirds and like the the staunchly reasonably conservative is bigger than the hardcore crazy conservative in the same way that the, you know, honest liberal folks, the Bill Mars and Matt Tybees of the world, there's more of them than there are the woke lunatics, but it's the outsized volume of the voices and viciousness of the attacks. And, you know, it's a, the, the, the groups on the fringes are practically the guy with the gun who, who comes into an argument in a bar and, and just by sheer brutality, quote-unquote, wins. And the rest of us have to figure out how to effectively resist that before, like Lincoln said, we're the author of our own suicide. Yeah, and the the line in there from David French about for people for who polit- for whom politics is their religion, we, we all know that uh, crowd. Um, man, if you see everything through the lens of the first thing you do every day when you get up is to see what the other side did that's wrong. To be mad about all day long, and I personally know lots of people like that. It's mm-hmm. uh, I I don't know how you get out of that. 
Yeah, yeah. I wish we had time to touch on this piece that I thought was terrific by this uh, guy who's writing about Roe v. Wade, O. Carter Sneed. Um, he makes some similar points, uh, but uh, eh, maybe a little later. Maybe hour four of the show, which is available via podcast if you can't stick around or don't get it on your radio station at armstrongandgetty.com or wherever you get podcasts, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Lunkhead Governor of California, Gavin Newsom, is openly openly trying to climb in an open window at the White House. <laughs> Going to choke out the old man and take over the wow. office. Well, he might. Yeah, it's a metaphor. Uh, <laughs> what the hell is going on? Yeah. But he's obviously running. He obviously thinks Joe Biden is is politically dead and Kamala Harris is too dopey to win the office herself. We will call foul on his evil deeds next. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. The Armstrong and Getty Show. It's Independence Day, so let's talk about what's going on in America. Freedom? It's under attack in your state. Your Republican leaders? They're banning books, making it harder to vote, restricting speech in classrooms, even criminalizing women and doctors. Yeah, see, hearing lunkhead Gavin uh, Newsom, governor of California, make claims like that fires up my partisan fires. Back to the uh, previous discussion. So where did that ad run? He's running ads mostly in Florida on cable TV. 
Um, in the past, he's actually made buys in Florida and Ohio, uh, which are famously swing states, as he is obviously the vulture circling around the uh, soon-to-be politically dead Joe Biden. Uh, the posturing in public is that, oh, no, President Biden's running for re-election with his brave and brilliant uh, mate, Kamala Harris, but nobody believes that. Nobody with any sense believes that, I don't think. So Gavin has started to uh, circle. He's uh, bought a six-figure, it's low six figures, but a six-figure ad campaign on Fox News in Florida. Why on Fox News? I don't know exactly. I think that ad sees... Was that ad on Fox News? I mean, who are you reaching? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think he thinks that there are purple voters in Florida that are persuadable, and he can lure them away. Um, he's been posting on Donald Trump's new social media platform, ripping Supreme Court justices for their decisions, chiding rival governors in Texas and Florida, doing national media interviews, even calling out his fellow Democrats for being too passive, uh, etc., Here's a quote. I'm resolved to wake all of us up to what's going on in this country, to what is happening in real time, but it's not getting the attention it deserves in red states across America. Conservatives are aggressively and successfully rolling back rights that all of us have taken for granted. Man, it's so, uh, going down the road of 2024 presidential election is a uh, it's, it's uh, uh. but um, and it's going to be so freaking wide open on both sides. Yeah, they mentioned that, uh, what was it? It's in front of me here somewhere. Uh, a couple of election cycles ago when there were 27 Democrats running at one point. I, I think we'll easily have a dozen or more on both sides. Yeah, I don't know. Over the weekend, there are more and more people saying Trump's going to run. It's just a question of when he announces. Uh, and actually, we got a great email on that topic, too, that kind of convinced me. But Trump running won't stop that dozen or more Republicans from running against him. No, indeed. Yeah. Uh, So Dave Abrams, spokesperson for Florida Republican Governor Ron DeSantis, told the Daily Wire, quote, Gavin Newsom may as well light a pile of cash on fire, pass the popcorn for his desperate attempt to win back the California refugees who fled the hellhole he created in his state to come to Florida. Hellhole? That's a little strong. Uh, quote, the people of Florida pay no mind to the pathetic smear campaigns from the Democrats and their allies in the corporate media. We're too busy enjoying the freedom Governor Ron DeSantis has created in the Sunshine State. It's extra, uh, and I hardly have the energy to get into this, it's extra complicated for Gavi Boy because he's been a long-time supporter of Kamala Harris. But Gavin, though a lunkhead, is not completely dopey. And he can see that the bloom is off the Kamala Rose and, and badly. Yeah. So he's, hey, he's laying the groundwork. The old man is clearly time to be put out to pasture, if not sent to the farm upstate, if you know what I mean. Well, if not, Gavin Newsom, who? I mean, name, name somebody that, I mean, why wouldn't he run to be the nominee for the Democratic Party? Why wouldn't he? Who's the, who's the big, tough person to overtake? I, I don't know who would be. There's, there's nobody obvious. You never know until you get into the process who actually has the chops and who sure. doesn't for national politics. He doesn't, by the way. No, I don't believe he does at all. Um, but he thinks he does, and a lot of people with a lot of money think he does. But, uh, and again, God strike me down for this, and I apologize to you good folks. Newsom and DeSantis? Oh, I would pay high dollars for that front row seat. So I got to throw this in here. Um 
21-year-old killed a whole bunch of people at a 4th of July parade north of Chicago. You've heard that story. Hey, media, why have I seen his picture so many times today? Listen to the mental health professionals. They all say this will create more murderers. I've seen his picture too many times in the New York Post. I'm looking up the CBS News right now. Stop making a hero. Stop convincing mentally ill young men across the country that if you want to get on TV and be remembered for something, kill a bunch of innocent people. Stop. Just stop. Armstrong and Getty. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Are you looking to build this year? If so, there is no better time than right now to start planning and to get your spot on the construction schedule. If you need a garage, a stall barn, a storage for vehicles, RV, boat, collectibles, or even a a shop for your farm, hobbies, or car restoration projects, visit MortonBuildings.com and start your construction process. With superior materials, craftsmanship, best-in-class warranty, Morton Buildings are made to last for generations. At Morton, the difference is in the details. From their cutting-edge innovations to their craftsmen in the field, they are dedicated to surpassing expectations. Their legacy of excellence spans more than 120 years, and Morton Buildings is 100% employee-owned with more than a quarter million satisfied customers. That means they're the industry leader you can trust. When you choose Morton, you'll experience quality at every step of the building process, starting before the walls even go up. Visit mortonbuildings.com to get started today. 